Hi, it's Tim. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Inside Today's Country. I encourage you to check out my other two podcasts, Blind Like Me and Corkscrewed. You can find both of those and my voice demo and imaging demo on my website, timblackonair.com. Thanks very much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. This week on Inside Today's Country, we connect with newcomer Greg Ryder. He's got a brand new single out called One Town Away. Also has an amazing story, and he'll tell you about that. We asked him why he chose country music. Country always was the first, my first genre. I was a huge Tim McGraw fan. All that and more as we go Inside Today's Country with Greg Ryder next. Leaving these paved streets in the rear view. It's a big old world where you're 22. I never thought I'd come back around Cause I'm looking for a girl who's one town away Girl that's gonna make me finally wanna stay in a little house Wrap around deck somewhere I can rest my head Cause I'm tired of running So done with searching I've been around the world looking for you And I know it's not a mistake, but you want town away. Thought you'd be a castaway, stuck out on. Well, it's always a pleasure we get a chance to meet and connect with new artists. Love finding new people to talk to, and this week, no exception. We welcome Greg Ryder to the podcast. Welcome, my friend. Thank you very much for having me, man. Doing good. Starting off, starting off right. Just finished a little, a uh, little writing session about half hour ago, and now I'm just ready to talk about some music. Excellent. Well, let's find out a little bit about you. So let's find out who you are, where this all started. Take me back uh, to how this all got started for you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, taking you back, probably, um, yeah, definitely never really played music in high school. I was always uh, never just kind of just playing along with like my friends would kind of bring guitars, and I'd always see bands live. And I'd be like, man, that's just so cool to be able to stand up on stage and do your thing. And uh, I kind of uh, really had no idea what I wanted to do after high school. And um, I remember my biggest passion was sports. And I remember uh, I just I was talking to a guidance counselor and she was like, tell me what you want to do with your life. What are your what are your passions, your hobbies? And I said, I love doing sports. I love playing sports. And she's like, do you think you could talk about them? I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. She's like, you should try broadcasting. And I was like, hmm. Okay. So I looked into a couple of schools and uh, I found Niagara college and I did, uh, I did some broadcasting there and I finished a three-year diploma uh-huh. and I thought my life was cut out to be, uh, in front of a camera on sports center. And that was one of my first dreams. And, and then when I was, so after the college diploma, I, I went to Toronto and I started commuting every single day. And I was enjoying it. I was enjoying it. The process of learning about broadcasting. I, I always mm-hmm. loved being on camera. I always loved the spotlights down on me. And um, yeah, I remember this this one day I got into this this, this little car accident on the way home from um, the internship. And it was just a huge, 
kind of turning point in my life. And, and I asked myself a very valuable question in when I was sitting on the side of the road waiting for the tow truck to come. And I remember just asking this question. I said, you know, if I died in that car crash, how would I be remembered? Right. And I wasn't happy with my response because I was just, I was just so confused about my life and I just felt like I had no grasp on it. And, you know, I was a regular 21 year old that, you know, loved to drink and party and, you know, you know, did occasionally some, some recreational drugs on the side. And I really didn't like how my life was the, the where it was going. And I decided to kind of turn my life around and, um, I started getting into personal development and, you know, I actually picked up my first guitar and I started strumming it and, and it was just, it, it felt, it felt right. It felt right. I had no idea what I was doing and know any chords, but I just started kind of playing more, more guitar and, you know, kind of everyone would say, are you starting to do music? And I was like, no, like that's, I'm just playing. I just, I just love to learn the, the country covers and, I was wanting to be that guy that could pull a guitar out at a party and just, you know, play a, play a song. And, I still um, want to be that guy, but I, I it still hasn't yeah. happened. It's, it's a, it's, it's just a cool, like you see those guys and you're just, you're oh, just yeah. like, you're just like, I want to sit around a bonfire and just yeah. play. it. So that's what I did. It started off as, it started off as that. I just wanted to kind of impress some girls and, you know, <laughs> play and, and, and play a song, play a country song. And, and as I started actually, you know, I started going out to like open mics and I started, you know, my, this fear of putting myself out to the world of criticism. And I remember my first open mic was actually, uh, in Montreal. And, uh, I actually moved there when I was about 20, 23 years old. And, um, I jumped on a bus one morning and drove out to, and, and I took the bus to Montreal. And I remember my first night I dropped my bag in this empty apartment and I had my guitar on my back and I told myself, this is where I'm going to get better at music. I'm going to put myself out there. And I went to an open mic that night and I remember playing my first ever cover song in front of a bar crowd. And I felt like no one was going to clap. And I got probably the smallest golf clap possible, but I was like, that's all I need to keep going. What was the and first I, song you, uh, you performed? It was Luke Bryan. Do I? Okay. It was just this soft, yeah. <laughs> soft, probably the easiest song. It was three chords. And I felt I practiced that song so much. But as soon as I felt like the lights come down on me, I felt I forgot every lyric and every word. And I had this big, giant green binder in front of me that had the lyrics because I thought I was going to forget. So uh, it was just crazy how I, I just thought I was going to forget. So I'm sitting on this, this music stand with this green binder. And after that, I jumped off stage there. I said, man, I was horrible up there, but like, I want to find a way to get better at that. I want to get, I want to get better at that. I want to dedicate, you know, my life to like just being better and being on stage. And, um, yeah, it has been an absolute journey from, from Montreal. Um, after Montreal, I started playing more. I I played in the country duo around Ontario, started playing kind of some local shows. Mm -hmm. Um, he, we disbanded just because he told me after about a summer of kind of like these acoustic kind of summer tours, he's like, he straight up told me, he's like, I don't want this as bad as you do. Um, I'm happy with my life and I'm happy with my full-time job and I want to raise a family soon. And I was like, all right, man, like, I'm glad you told me now. Mm -hmm. So I took off of my solo, solo career and solo route. And uh, I moved actually to the Cayman islands and I, uh, I was just, yeah, I was back in my hometown of Hamilton. And I was just like, man, there's just nothing here for me right now. I don't want to just do the bar scene. I, I want to go out and 
really find myself. And uh, yeah, I, I actually put a job, some resumes out and I got hired to bartend in the Cayman Islands. And well, there's a, there's an experience. That was an experience as well. Yeah. And I, and I was like the known as the country guy that I would just, I would, I would just go around the Island playing at all these open mics. And I started to kind of get some people on my side and be like, um, you know, cause not many people were singing country music out there. So uh -huh. it was great because people were like, Oh yeah, you're the country guy. Like, can you sing that uh, Luke Combs song? Can you sing this you know, Jordan Davis song? And, and I started kind of getting people coming out to these shows. And um, I remember this one girl coming up to me after one of my shows and she was there on vacation with her family and she was a pop singer from Nashville. And okay. she, she asked me, she said to me, um, she said, you know, no offense, but you know, what are you doing here? And I was like, I mean, what do you mean? What am I doing here? She's like, you're, you're way too good to be on an Island playing music. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I'm living the dream. Like I'm in board shorts. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting up here drinking for free. Like I'm having a good time. And she's like, I know, but like, you need to be in a bigger city. And I'm like, where? And she's like, you need to be in like LA or Nashville. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah. Okay. Like keep dreaming. Like I am not <laughs> even, I am not remotely close to those being ready for those cities. And she's like, no, believe me, you are. She's like, come visit, come to Nashville for 10 days and visit me. She's like, I'll show you around. I'll take you to a couple places. And I was like, you know what? Like I've never been. So my plan was to save as much money as I could. And I went out to, I went to Nashville for 10 days and then I was going to kind of check out the scene mm -hmm. and then come back to the Cayman islands and kind of, yeah, my life has never been planned. It's been very <laughs> organically. It's just kind of take it as it goes. Who was the girl? What's her name? Her name was, her name was Brit Daniels. And okay. she's a, yeah, she's, she made, she's made a nice, nice name for herself uh, in Nashville. And um, yeah, so she, so I actually went to visit her, but I actually never, I think I saw her on the first night and then she got really busy with all her other stuff. And then she couldn't really meet up after that, which is totally fine. Cause I'm a, I'm a, I just like to kind of do my own thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I went down there for my 10 day trip. And on my fourth day, I actually found myself at this little bar on second Avenue. And, and I got, became very, you know, good friends with a bartender. I was drinking with her all day. And, uh, this this duo came in and started singing up on stage and uh i was singing over i was singing a song over the radio and i was just sit, sitting there drinking a beer and she's like hey you're a singer and i was like no 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 i'm just i'm just chilling and she's like why don't you go up and sing a song and i was like no i'm good i'm just i'm just hanging out i'm just kind of enjoying i'm just enjoying the music and it's fine and she goes hey trey let this guy play a song <laughs> i was like man why are you doing that like why are you putting me on the spot like that and she's like I don't know. It's just fun. And so I go up there and I sing the only song that I can remember. And it was no diggity by black street, which is not even country. <laughs> and she, she gets up. She, she goes, why did you pick that song? I'm like, honestly, like you got me after about eight beers here. Um, I can't remember anything. And, and I just felt like that was the best song for right now. So she's laughing and we're how, and she's like, she's like, well, she's like, well, listen, like I can probably get you a gig here on Sunday nights. And I'm like, I'm like, Jen, didn't we just talk about this? Like, I don't live here. Like, I'm only here for 10 days. And she's like, oh, yeah. So I'm getting, I'm walking home that night. I'm like, man, what just happened? Did I just book a book a small show in Nashville? Like, yeah. we're waking up the next day and just being like, yo, if I can book a show in four days, what could I do in three months here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I canceled my trip back to the Cayman Islands that day. And I ended up staying in Nashville, completely homeless for three months. 
and I was couch surfing and I stayed at that fr my friend Jen's house, which is now my best friend of all time. Like we still, we st still t stay in contact. Mm -hmm. She was my first friend and my best friend in Nashville. And she let me stay on her couch for about a month and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's an amazing story, man. Like, I mean, there, there are so many things that whew, we could go back and, <laughs> and talk about, uh, from, from, you know, the start of your maybe broadcast career to, uh, you know, the car accident that kind of changed your life to, wow, Cayman Islands to Nashville to now. I mean, what an amazing journey you've had. Yeah, it's, man, it's, and that's the thing, right? As I, I always, I always knew it was like an unorthodox story, but like, I, I always wanted a, a story I could talk about. And I always felt like it was just something that just kind of just built itself over just so many, so many days of failures and just kind of just, yeah, it's, it's cool how it kind of comes around full circle for sure. And why did you choose country? Country always was the first, my first genre. I was a huge Tim McGraw fan. Country always and was I, the first, my favorite my first song, genre. I was a huge Tim McGraw um, fan. Was Don't take the girl. And I just always remember just the storytelling and just like, I just, I loved it. I loved it because it was something that I couldn't describe on like, I was always listening for lyrics. I was always listening for lyrics. And I grew up on like music that not many people think like I was, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan and I was a huge Temptations fan. And I grew up on that kind of stuff. But for, for me, country music was just a storytelling and I just love lyrics. And I was like, man, I'd love to be able to write a song that just kind of just it takes you from one place to another and it just, like, just, it, it tells you what you're feeling. What did you think about, uh, you know, Nashville when you first got down there? It was an absolute, just like, it was an eye opener. It was, uh, it was incredible. I remember, I remember just walking into my first like songwriter round. Like I didn't have any songs written. I had this one that was just the most horrible thing ever. And this, my friend Jen signed me up for this songwriter round. And I walk in, and there's this guy, I walk in, and he's shredding this guitar, singing at the top of his lungs, just like the whole bar is stopped. And I'm like, yo, Jen, I'm not going after that guy. And she's like, yeah, you are. That's your slot. And I'm like, yo, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I am sorry. Like, this, these guys are beasts down here. And she's like, Greg, like, you need to give yourself a little more credit. Like, you're good. And, she, and she's like, Greg just do it and I remember getting up there and, and and that's the thing about me is like I will tell you I'm the kind of person when I get on the mic I'll tell you if I'm nervous I'll tell you that be like first thing I said was okay that guy was just incredible I am not like that so uh <laughs> you guys are expecting me to do that you yeah. might as just leave now and I, I I was kind of being a re and I was kind of being a, and I, I do like improv music and I just kind of I make the most of it but mm -hmm. Nashville was just a place where it made you be your best. And when I went home at night, I wasn't going home to drink. I was going home to practice because I'm like, I don't want that feeling of going up in front of another bar and mm -hmm. feeling like I'm, I'm not in the same league as them. One town away is your brand new single. Uh, tell me a little bit how you got to this song. One of the first songs inspired by like, you know, my hometown because you know, for, for years, I was just always running away from the, from, from my town and, you know, just growing up and having friends that are very blue collar. I was always the guy talking about these big dreams and kind of, I never knew what it was, but I just knew I wanted to, I wanted to get out of here. I wanted to, you know, go and, you know, find my way and, and travel. And, 
you know, I never had a song that kind of, you know, reminded me of my hometown. And then, you know, when I came back here after spending a, you know, a year and a half in Nashville, something brought me back here and I, I had no idea what it was like when people asked me like, dude, why'd you move home? Like you were playing six nights a week downtown. You were doing well for yourself. Like, why'd you leave? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. It was just this, it, it was this gut feeling mm-hmm. that told me I had to go home right now. I had to come home for a bit and like, kind of like just re just balance everything and kind of get re kind of everything figured out on where I want to go next. And it was a very hard decision to leave Nashville, but I kind of just, I left in the middle of the night almost. I just didn't really tell any of my friends. I just left the next week and they're like, Greg, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going back. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I just, I've got what I, I got, what I came here for. I got the stage experience. And then when I came back into town, you know, the one town away song was written about only about three months ago, but you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old. And I, I think a part of my life is like, man, one day I, I, I do want to tour. Absolutely. I want to tour around North America, but I do mm-hmm. want that family and I want all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, imagine all these years of traveling to the, all these different countries thinking I was going to find, you know, someone to spend my life with there. Imagine I came home back to my hometown and she was here the whole time. And that's kind of where one town away was born. And yeah, I was just, I was just driving down this road one day and, and I was going from, my my one town to this other small town and I said and she was one town away and it just kind of stuck and I showed it to one of my my co-writers he's like that's something we can work with let's let's write that down this week by the way has that happened yet have you found her I have not found her no <laughs> you're but still have, you're still looking I I'm still looking man and like you know I I had I definitely had a a, a girl a couple couple months ago and you know, things were going well for a bit, but then, you know, this whole COVID thing put us into a far long distance. And I just realized that, you know, it just, she, she just wasn't the one yet. And, um, you know, that, that song has some inspirations from her in that song, but, you know, and she, and, and once I, once I wrote it and it was such a good song, I loved it. I'm like, I can't record it. Then we broke up and I'm like, okay, wait, do I still want to put one town away out? And I'm like, absolutely I do. Because you know what? Just because that wasn't her, that still means that she could be close. Who are, who are the, the Canadian artists that you look up to? One of my favorite artists is, is he's an absolute amazing dude. I met him down in Nashville was uh, Jason Benoit. And um, the Rivertown Saints are one, a couple of my good friends as well. But definitely for, you know, kind of people that you know, have been doing it for quite a little while, I would definitely say Dallas Smith uh, and Chad Brownlee. Um, all great guys that I just love their, their entertainment style. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I remember meeting Jason Benoit and he was the first Canadian artist that I really took a liking to. And I just love his songwriting and uh, just who he is as a person. What is uh, going to be happening next for you? Obviously, you know, uh, shows this summer um, are, aren't really happening because of obviously the COVID-19 and things are slowly getting back to our new normal. So what's the next steps for you? Yeah. So the next steps, yeah, is just, it's just kind of, you know, taking control of a, you know, one town away and seeing what happens with it. Um, I actually signed with like an independent label out of Montreal, that has been an amazing team. And that's one thing I never really had in music. It was always just me against everyone. I felt it was just me trying to, you know, navigate through the music scene. And I released three songs before and, you know, they just, they went out in the world with hardly any marketing. Mm -hmm. So, 
this is the first kind of professional release that I'm doing under this label. And, you know, we've been working with this, an amazing team and a radio team. And um, yeah, it's just kind of using, using this momentum. And, you know, we have three songs coming out um, from now until 2021. And, you know, to be honest, like I, I really feel one town away is my safest song that I'm putting out. It's uh it's a small town feel song, but, you know, the songs that I have coming out are, are definitely going to be pushing some boundaries on some, you know, some R&B kind of um, more R&B kind of pop with some, some fusion. And um, yeah, I definitely want to be able to kind of blur some lines. So I'm excited to really kind of show people what I've been working on. And, and I've been sitting on some pr- really cool songs that uh, I just knew they weren't ready to be released in the world yet. Greg, you're an amazing guy and an amazing storyteller, and I love your energy, my friend. Uh, what label have you joined? Uh, Father and Son Records out of Montreal. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram. is my main platform, and it's uh, Greg Ryder uh, with an I, uh, music. And, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter and Facebook and, and all those fun things. Excellent. Greg? Congratulations on your first single. Congratulations on everything that's happening for you, man. Obviously, it was meant to be, and uh, we wish you all the luck and all the success. Thank you very much, Tim. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.